my pheromones and the hormones are not racing to be like, Arr. no, unless, everything feels off. Unless Paolo comes over, then things True might in change in my drive. Good God, Carrie, are we 40? Uh, I guess it's time to embrace it. You bet your ass. We are 40, and this is The F Word. We're your hosts, Carrie Murray, founder of The Bra Network. And Stacey Beeman, co-founder of Plyo Jam Dance Fitness. And we are girls who have gone 40. So let's dig into 40 and all the F words. All the F words. Let's do it. I'm, I'm excited. Well, welcome back, everybody, to the podcast. How are you? Hey, Carrie, what's good? Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm good. You're good. <laughs> I'm Guys, quarantine good. You we're know. quarantine good. We're good for the queue, and I think it's a different sort of measure, um, but you know, also important to lead with gratitude. So, so happy to be here and chatting with you. I'm sorry we missed last week, guys. Um, you wouldn't think it, but somehow the queue has become even crazier. So for true. us, it's yeah. wild. So it's really, um, it was really hard to be like, wait, we can't, we're, I'm not going to see you for, I know. but then we got to distance walk. So I got my sunshine that way. I this got is true. This way. is true. And we need yeah. to schedule another distance walk because 100%. we got to keep the bods moving. Um, how are you doing with movement, by the way? Um, um, well, I moved from the couch to my office, to the kitchen. To the couch, okay. to the uh-huh. to the office, to the classroom, to the uh-huh. couch. Um, I only did walking this week. I okay. did. Oh, I did your 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 class last weekend. Okay. On Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, and then all I've done this week is walking. Um, I'm not. My movement has not been good, and I can really. Friday was like a. Uh, was probably the worst day I've ever had. Um, oh, yeah, like what's today? Saturday? Yeah, yesterday. I yesterday. Like, yeah, I lost my shit. Um, really? Yeah, and I know that part of the reason why I was so on edge and so felt so out of control was because I haven't been exercising, getting my endorphins up, getting my, you know, natural serotonin levels um, mm-hmm. up, and so. Uh, I just, yeah, lost my shit on Friday. <laughs> oh, in what form? Like in sadness or a fr- um, frustration or what yeah, was it like? I, frustration for sure. I felt out of control. Like I felt mm. like I didn't have control over anything that was happening to me. Yeah. So I just said, okay, we ended the class. We ended school early because I was like, I want to do a deep clean of the whole house. Mm. That's been like two hours. And just like do all the sweeping, mopping, vacuuming. Let's like get all the laundry done. Let's just bang it out in two hours. Okay. Everybody's like gung ho for it. Um, Cause that is something I have control over. Well, I got a lot of pushback from one of my roommates. I'll just say that. And uh, he wanted to move at his own pace. And that pace mm. was too slow for me. Mm-hmm. So I proceeded to, to yell at him mm-hmm. <laughs> and call him names. Mm. And um, say, I don't want to be in quarantine with you anymore. So go to that room and <laughs> I, I need a break. Uh, and tears, screaming, like all, I had just had a tantrum about it. And then he was smart and gave me space. And I could, I think I scrubbed every tile in my bathroom to work out the aggression I was feeling. Well, that is some good movement, actually. You know, a lot of crouching and some ab work right there. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Anything I couldn't reach in the shower just didn't get clean, but that's okay. That's okay. (laughs) 
But it was in that scrubbing that I realized, let, let me go through a checklist. Mm-hmm. Have I been drinking enough water? No. What kind of food have I eaten? A lot of crap. Mm-hmm. Um, have I been drinking too much? Yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was right after, because Thursday night was the happy hour. So now this is Friday morning. So I was probably mm-hmm. dehydrated, slightly hungover. Mm-hmm. You know? And then how much exercise has I, have I had? Oh, not quite enough. Um, Mm. and then, and it was like, now it's like 95 degrees and it's like one o'clock when I have this like epiphany, I'm like, well, I can't do anything now. (laughs) Mm. And once I did like a whole little check, um, I, I got myself together and I went out and I had to apologize to my roommates, had a moment, but I'm better now. What do we want for dinner? Cause I'm not cooking. (laughs) 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 I figure it out. (laughs) And then was Thursday cut. River's birthday or no, Friday? Or w- Wednesday, Wednesday was River's birthday. Wednesday okay. Birthday. Um, yeah. So this was just Friday. By about like four o'clock, I was feeling much better back, kind of back to myself. And, yeah. Um, and you know what I did, which really usually helps is I started making lists. Mm-hmm. Okay, what workout am I going to do on this day? What am I yep. looking for things on the, on the gram and everywhere? Like, okay, how can I fit it in? And um, my, what I struggle with is I'm used to working out in the morning Yeah, and, um, now I'm teaching. So I have a newfound understanding of people that are trying to, who work nine to five, just mm-hmm. like I used to and have to fit in that workout. So. Yeah. Do you have to be teaching the whole time? Isn't no. Zoom- yeah, no. I mean, I have to be supervising. Uh, oh. Each kid is only on zoom, maybe three times a week. Other than that. Yeah, that's it. Other than that, I'm like teaching him how to, you know, turn fractions into decimals. Wait, why aren't they Zooming with their teacher every day? They don't. They don't have to. UTLA, the union for school for teachers, has mandated that teachers actually don't have to do any Zoom meetings. They are not required to do any. It's only if they want to. So like Caitlin's teachers, like her social studies teachers, like does pre-recorded videos, sends it to them with a worksheet or whatever. But like, we've, I've never seen her English teacher. I see her math teacher maybe every other week and it's for 30 minutes and only for mm-hmm. questions. Everything else is done independently. But Rivers teacher, fourth grade, it's only three times a week for 45 minutes. And that's it. I get the lesson plan. Wait, I get the books. Hold on. Are these teachers still getting their full salary? Yes, they are. Yes, they are. And benefits. And you know what, what? amazes me? is how are they taking attendance? Nobody's ever t- taken attendance. So how are they getting their average daily accountability money, you know, their ADA? Oh, right. Um, and paying these teachers. So I'm sure it's very hard for them to create lesson plans for non-teachers. I also haven't, all the work we've done, I've gotten no feedback, no right direction, nothing. And so, so to me, I'm like, and now we are told everybody passes. No matter what work they do. But I know you need to keep the kids on a schedule because it would just be mayhem, right? Yeah. And they, they, they need that consistency too. And so do I, but yeah, so it's not, I could, you know, I mean, listen, I'm, you know, I'm always on the side of teachers, so it's not like I'm trying to dog like the teacher situation, but I'm actually a little bit surprised. There hasn't been a little bit more upheaval about like that taxpayers aren't going hold the fucking phone for a second. Like, yeah. And it's so inconsistent. Like I have a friend who has another fourth grader in a different class and that teacher has done zero zoom meetings. 
So, Whoa, it's not so even, it almost depends on who you have. Yes. And it's, it's not across the board at the school. You know, every teacher is going to do one Zoom a day. Not at all. And I'm thinking, wow. well, typically you would be in the classroom 25 hours a week. Yeah. You know, you have your PE or lunch, but sure, teaching sure. probably direct instructions, probably maybe 15 hours. Um, so they're not even getting that. They're getting three. And a lot of it is me doing instruction. So I really have a, a, a really, really feel for those parents who are not natural teachers who are struggling with that because it doesn't, it's, I realize how teaching, explaining something like I had to be taught how to do this, you know, how to break it down, how to approach it from different points of view, how to make it internal. And then just think about, just think about the absolute um, inequality that's happening now because River, who already is in a high socioeconomic level. Yep is also being taught by his college educated mother who has an educational background, right? Yes. Think about the kids that are, you know, their parents are essential workers. Their parents yeah. are, they're, they don't even speak English as a first language. Yeah. It is just- They don't have the technology. Off, they, they don't, don't have the have, technology. Their parents have to work in oh order God. for them to feed them. You know, um, oh, it's so upsetting. It's, it's very it, the inequity in education is huge right now. Oh, and and um, across the state, it's not even just like LA US because what no. you know, Lost Virgin is Unified is doing compared sure. to LA is night and day. I'm um, sure. And then Claudia, who's a private school special ed teacher, she is on a Zoom all day long with her special ed kids. Um, it's a private school. Um, Where and, does Claudia work? The Lawrence, it's a private school in LA, uh, I think in the Valley. Um, mm. Yeah. So it's, so when we, you know, check in and we're like, how's it going? She's like, I'm exhausted. I work all day. And she has to look professional from the waist up. And, the and then kids, also who's taking care of her kids. Exactly. <laughs> Although her kids go to a private school though, don't mm-hmm. they? So they're all on Zooms too. So they're probably being on their being, own. Yeah. Okay. Um, but they also have to wear the school uniform the kids, they have to, they can't be in pajamas. They they have to be at a desk. They have to have at least a shirt on. You know, I think that's probably good in a way. You know, I think it probably just keeps a little bit of consistency for the kids, you know, and, um, you know, a level of this is still school. This is still, and if that's what they're used to, I mean, I'm not saying like, obviously public schools shouldn't do that, but I think that's a good idea. I definitely know that my school like has been, you know, where I'm doing marketing for, they like, they really got on it quick and they are doing Zooms daily. And then if not, um, and then when they're not doing that, they also send recorded lessons. Yeah. Um, and then also like I, I interviewed for, as part of my marketing, I'm doing like putting together some interviews and some videos. Um, and one of the teachers said she does a lot of one-on-one Zooms also. So if there is a child that doesn't understand the concept, she'll do a one-on-one Zoom. So she has wow. like office hour one-on-one wow. Zoom. So mm-hmm. they are real. I mean, now again, that's a private school. Those parents are paying for it. Yeah. But um, that's incredible. But interestingly, that private school teacher probably makes less than the public school teacher. Probably, probably. So it's an interesting thing. Um, yeah. So that I think also hmm. led to my Friday frustration. My yeah, teaching every day teaching to one student who's your yeah. son is hard. So what what's 
So as a result, I don't get to do what I want to do. Yeah. Um, I teach from nine to two, a couple breaks to check mm-hmm. email. Then at two, I'm supposed to be working on bra, right? Mm-hmm. So I, two, at two o'clock, I really tried to start focusing on bra. And the next thing I know, it's six o'clock and it's time to have dinner. And then the evening's pretty much shot. So I went from being able to work, you know, daily for like a good five to seven hours and get a lot of stuff done to about two. So I'm not, I, and I have all these people paying me for membership and I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm like, what, what the hell am I providing them with um, and everything? And it, it's very, very frustrating because I can't do what I want to do. And that's yeah. pro bra, like support the women in our network and like, yeah. be there for them as they're going through their same financial struggles or business development or wherever they're at. I can't be there for them. And that's what I want to do. Yeah. I, I left teaching for a reason. So it's very, very, it, it all just came to a head Friday. That was my F word, Friday fuck up. <laughs> is there any um, way like on, so if it's nine to two, like for the first hour, is there something that River can kind of do independently or is it? Yeah. So from um, nine to 9.30 is SSR and okay. warm up. Okay. So warm up usually is puzzles or, you know, you can play with magnets. Mm-hmm. And I have all this stuff. This is also something. I pull out my old teacher kit and I'm like, play play with this magnetic sand, go. Um, And then, you know, journal prompts. I have all kinds of stuff. So that's the first half hour. Then we get out language arts and that's usually a boring ass article and then two worksheets and he hates it. And I don't blame him because it's so boring. Um, And then we, we, we do that. We, so we try to get the yucky stuff done first. Then we do math and math is usually like, I'll find a brain pop video Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'll teach him the lesson and then we'll go through the worksheets and he'll do that pretty independently. Then we have a break. Then from like 11 to 12, it's either, um, if he has a zoom, it's usually that time or we try to get writing done mm-hmm. lunch. And luckily Sean does lunch. He's the caf- he's the cafeteria lady. <laughs> um, and, um, and then we started again at one science, social studies, warm up. I'll put in PE in there. And then by, by two, we start chores. And then that's basically the day. Um, wow. Yeah. So Friday, I was like, we're going to end early. We're going to end at 12. We um, have a minimum day today, kids. Yeah. Um, Monday, I'm going to be like, it's summer break. Yeah. <laughs> Weird. How about that, you guys? I called a sub. I couldn't get a substitute. So <laughs> we're all, you're all going to pass anyways. Like, it's such bullshit. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I know. To, you know, assess them. So I get, you know, to me, once I heard, the district was going to give an all pass. I was like, I'm going to let up on River a lot. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to correct your handwriting anymore. Okay. Yeah. You forgot a period. I'm not going to be like, do you see what might be missing in that sentence? Probably. Right. Instead, I'm going to be like, you forgot the period. <laughs> do you have any um, like guesses or predictions for what's going to happen in the fall? Yes. Um, I think what will happen in the summer is that all of these teachers are going to have to prepare the next grade level teacher for where they left off uh-huh. because they basically left off in March. So that's right. a five months of school, March, mm-hmm. April, May, June, four months of school. So that's the, the deficit. This is when you had day drinkers teaching your kids. <laughs> and so now they come back. So I, I think that first, and it won't be four months, they'll probably give them like two or three weeks it'll all have to be reteaching of what us parents taught them. So it'll be all catch up. 
Yeah. Um, and so that means a fifth grade teacher who's used to teaching her fifth grade lesson plans, she's mm -hmm. ready and she's ready to talk about the constitution and all this stuff. It's going to be like, no, hold up. We got to backtrack. And she's not used to teaching fourth grade materials or something. Yeah, that's hard. She wants to teach her fifth grade ones. And then the ripple effect from that, you'll have kids that catch up and that are able to do the pace. And then you'll have the majority of children who will mm -hmm. always have that gap for the yeah. rest, rest of their career in school because it, it's that one pocket of time was lost. Um, and, you'll ne and it'll be like, well, be, as adults, and they'll be like, yeah, I never was good at multiplic multiplication. Oh, was that during Corona? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, twenty twenty. Yeah, I was in fourth grade then. Mm -hmm. Wow. So that's what I predict. This little pocket of time. I actually think it's even worse for like first graders because because oh, they're learning to read. They're learning to read. Yeah. That is just like yikes. And um, you have a but you think at home. you think they'll be back in school in the fall, full time? Um, I. I, my prediction is that instead of fancy backpacks, we're all going to be like, where'd you get your mask? Uh -huh. Oh my God, my mask is from Juicy. Uh -huh. um, I think the biggest challenge will be that, you know, Caitlin has a class of 42 kids. So you're not going to be able to have that many kids in a class. So the district is going to be scrambling for space. How oh man, oh man. Divide up these classrooms that we just packed in kids, but now, you know, we can only be in groups of 20. Um, so the other thing I thought of is uh, having a year-long school. So they're only in school for a few hours a day. Yeah, year-round. All year-round. Yeah, that, that's my prediction. I mean, honestly, I, I, I mean, obviously, I know it's, I feel very bad, bad for parents who are having to deal with this. Um, and then I do feel bad for the schools because they're going to yeah. have to really think about how they're going to do this. And then I'm sure there's going to be some teachers that won't feel comfortable going back into a classroom with all those kids and no. coming from all those different households. And I don't know what's going on in those households. And it's yeah, like, exactly. You, you know, you I mean, I'm an essential worker. Exactly. I, I keep thinking about like the day that they start lifting more and more restrictions. I'm not going to be running out to anything. Oh, hell no. The, no, no. Like, let's <laughs> let a few other people do that. We'll see how things go. Exactly. I'm not going to be the guinea pig. No, no, no. It's you like, know, it's like, like, I mean, as much as I'd love to go to the movie theater, I can't. No, I'm with you. I don't, per, I don't, yeah, gatherings and big spaces like that, that doesn't even entice me right now. I would love to have a dinner with my friends. I know. In my, back, in my backyard. Like, yes. if I don't get to have supper club, which by the way is October 3rd, um, uh -huh. I'm going to lose my mind. <laughs> um, but that, you know, is a, a, you know, a distance. If that's a distance thing, I'm okay with that. But yeah, right now it's set for October 3rd because I'm very hopeful that at least a gathering of like 10, seven people can happen in yeah. open space. Right. Um, but I don't know about going back to a school with 1500 kids. I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. I, I don't know. And then, and then how do you handle like the teachers who say, I, I just don't feel comfortable or yeah. I have my husband at home who has cancer and, yes. or is a recovering, you know, and he's at risk. So I can't, you know, and then what, like, do they just have to lose their job or are they put on? Yeah. Oh, I, anyway. I, I think, yeah. I think a lot of teachers will probably go into retirement. Like okay, I'm out. The ones, the ones who can that were close, people definitely might, might my, as well. Yeah, they might as well. 
Um, there's this one teacher at the school that I'm at. I think I've told you, she has been at the school for 44 years. Jeez. I'm like, if this isn't going to push you to hang them up, I don't know what is. Jeez. She probably teaches like first kindergarten, something like that. Something first grade. Yeah. Never changed developmentally. (laughs) (laughs) Same thing. Wow. What about you? How are you faring? During this I'm faring okay. I had a bad, like I had a couple bad days the week prior to this week. And, um, you know, luckily just kind of was able to pull myself out of it. Um, after that's just how I just happen to have that kind of constitution. I'm not like, I can go really, really dark, but it doesn't last that long. Same. Like if it lasts a full day, that's pretty shocking. I'm not going to be the one that like goes rogue and dark unless something really terrible has happened for like a week or two weeks or a month or something. Um, so those two days were like really, it just got really heavy for a little while and really like all the realities of various things that were being lost or, you know, slipping by or, or whatever were hitting me hard. And also by the way, this whole like idea of the government helping small businesses is utter bullshit and a joke and I'm sure you've seen some of the stuff that's come out about like who the money is actually going to and how the the banks are incentivized to pick who they're giving it to and all of that and so it's like you know disappointing it's so (laughs) disappointing and at first I was like okay they got us they got us the sole proprietors or the small business owners the people who are freelancers freelancers and that's how they make all their money okay we Mm -hmm. can get that paycheck protection program or we can get that disaster relief I've applied for everything. Nothing. Yeah. Have you heard anything? Have you Nothing. even heard like the check is in the mail or your application is Nothing. Pro- not a word? Nor did I get the stimulus check because, um, because I did not pay. Um, no, I did not get a federal tax return in the last two years because I made, well, because as a business owner, I didn't make enough to like, you know what I mean? Like, in fact, I had to owe, I had to owe. Yeah. Yeah. And um I think I got a state return but not a federal return. So therefore I haven't I haven't gotten a stimulus check. I haven't gotten anything. Um and you know, luckily I'm in I'm like okay, you know, and I have yeah. some backup and things like that. But um it's just upsetting because it's not like I'm choosing not to go teach my PlyoGM classes. It's not like I'm choosing not to go network and try to gain new business. It's not like I'm choosing for my my marketing clients to be like, Oh, I can't pay you anymore. Cause my, I lost my business. So it's right. like, okay. But, um, you know, I'm not, I'm just trying not to get hung up on that too much because yeah. I'm still able, you know, for right now to pay my rent, I'm still able to pay my, my not my rent, my mortgage. I'm pay, able mm-hmm. to get groceries. And frankly, because of this quarantine, I am spending so much less money. Right. I mean, granted my grocery bill is high. <laughs> curious like what a family of four is spending because it's a lot (laughs) I'm spending probably around 500 550 for myself so I'd be interested to see know what you guys uh, we're definitely each grocery trip and also you know um is probably around four to five hundred dollars yeah and that doesn't include uh, toiletries, um, mm-hmm. cleaning products. This is just food. Like, yeah. Because yeah. I can't find, you know, bleach no. or everything. So, and when I do find it, it's only available in bulk. So I have yeah. to buy 10 containers of Clorox. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I don't need that many. Um, 
but yeah. um, it's definitely about right. That's about like four times as much as me. Yeah. So it's, it's a lot, but you know, I'm not, you know, I'm not paying for any entertainment. No, um, that's, it's you know, really crazy that's how much money I'm not spending. Yeah. And like, I miss, I miss going to, you know, my cheers, which was public school with yeah. you and everyone. And just, I would just go and work for two hours and have lunch and the yeah. bartenders knew me and everything. Yeah. But every one of those trips was about $30, including mm-hmm. valet. Yep. Um, yeah. So I'm like, yeah, okay. Well, that money's coming. No movies, which was also at least a $20, $25 visit. Mm-hmm. No um, fitness. No fitness. That's a huge one too. Huge That's, expense. Yeah. Um, but all of these things I have memberships for, Dry Bar, Burke Williams, you know, all of these like little comforts. Yeah. Having to get those suspended was a lot easier than I expected. At first they tried to like flip it, like Oh, I'll teach you how to do an in-home blowout. And I'm like, I'm not going to blow out my own freaking hair. <laughs> yeah, and keep paying you? What? Why would no, I do that? I'm not going to do a, a home massage, please. <laughs> <laughs> um, which, by the way, I think a masseuse should be an essential worker. Well, um, that actually brings me to one little game I wanted, yes. to, wanted to play. I have a couple, and they're more like questions or whatever. So. Okay. I wanted to pose if you could have three of the following um, in quarantine with you or at okay. your disposal safely. I would like you to choose the three. Here okay. we go. Um, a nail tech who could do mani pedis. Mm. A hair colorist and cut so she can do colors and cuts. Are you just looking at my roots while you say that? <laughs> <laughs> um, someone who can do blowouts. That's different than the colorist and cuts. Yeah. Someone who can do lashes. Someone who, a personal trainer. Mm. A masseuse. A chef. A spray tanner. Okay. Tell me if you need to go, if I need to go through them again. No, I got it. You, have okay. one, you, you missed a very, very important person on that list. Who is it? housekeeper oh I was thinking beauty it's just beauty okay just yeah beauty. well and health health and beauty okay yeah well, I would okay I would really love a personal trainer okay who's um like 5'11 <laughs> <laughs> he's really nice but encouraging uh-huh he's, um kind he's of a he. it's a guy it's a guy He's maybe in his early 30s, super, super smart, knows a lot of great jokes. He's very funny. Okay. Very supportive. He uh, pushes me when I need to. Wouldn't that be a nice little break from everybody else too? Hell yes. And, and I would have, I would convert a room into a gym. <laughs> totally. <laughs> Kids, totally. You, you're sharing rooms now. This is going to be my gym. <laughs> Honestly. Um, and he would come and like maybe bring me a smoothie he made. He's lovely. Okay, so after I work out with Paolo, um, <laughs> is he from Spain? He is, and he talks about his time in Barcelona. Okay, and he's teaching me Spanish at the same time. Oh my, that's like a twofer. Yeah, so he's also we're mostly dance. He's teaching me like the tango, um, <laughs> a little arm interval, the bachata. You know? Exactly, <laughs> he's he's lovely. So that's Paolo. Um, my next person would definitely be a blowout. Um, uh-huh. I, uh, after all this working out, yes. I'm going to be sweaty. 
Just <laughs> clean me up. Clean me up. Just do my hair, girl. I'd want mm -hmm. her. That's um, Nicole. And Nicole uh -huh. is also super smart, but loves to gab about like celebrity gossip. Oh, good. Pop like, culture. I yeah, love really, that. Really has her finger on what's going on. Mm. Okay. So that's Nicole. Paolo, Nicole. Maybe Paolo and Nicole like hook up a couple times. <laughs> <laughs> and you get to watch. No, and, and, <laughs> like, Paolo, how dare you? <laughs> um, and uh, the last person, maybe a masseuse. I really miss my nails not being done. Um, how actually is facial is Botox person on that list? Can I have an esthetician? Oh, I didn't add that. We can add that. Okay. You can have an esthetician that could do facials and Botox. Yes. I'd like an S and lashes. Okay. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> she probably won't do lashes, <laughs> but yes, I'd like an esthetician, a bl uh, somebody do my, okay. So my esthetician is, um, uh, uh, Svetlana. Okay. Uh, she'll also do waxing if needed, but I never mm. use that service because yes, oh, please. We are Please. women of our forties, <laughs> but she's also, uh, really, really like gentle and soft and really knows how to, she has a very quiet voice. She doesn't talk a lot while she's giving me a facial. Yes. She just gets to business and keeps me fresh and dewy. Svetlana, Paolo and Nicole. That's my, threesome. I love it. Okay. There's your quarantine trio. Love it. For your you? health and wellness. I appreciate that. I love that. Mm-hmm. What are your three? Mine would be a personal trainer, mm. a masseuse, mm. and a chef. Oh, I forgot about the chef. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I forgot the chef was, oh, I'm going to take out Nicole, not Nicole. I'm going to take Svetlana. out Svetlana and bring. Add the chef. I'm going to add the chef. Yeah. And our chefs do dishes. <gasps> <laughs> and makes kid meals as well as adult meals. You can anything you want, anything I've, you want. Yeah, I have totally forgot about the chef. So, I mean, the thing is, is I actually really like cooking. Um, I don't mind it. It's not like the worst thing in the world for me, but it's a lot of cleanup every single time. And then inevitably when you're just trying to do something quick, it's not the healthiest, you know? So right. it's just like, if I'm going to spend my time with Paolo, the personal trainer, and then mm -hmm. the masseuse keeping my body supple... Yes. Then I also want someone feeding me really yummy, but healthy on the end. Like a, like a Ina Garden. I would take it, you know? I would totally take her. Totally. Because she would maybe make a little pasta, a little pasta. Yeah. But then yeah. also like a beautiful, like gem salad, you know, oh, like a gem like salad. With like watermelon radishes and little <laughs> yes. And she makes oh. a dressing. She's like. It's exactly herbs are in my garden she picks and right brings right. fresh flowers yes. she and her bob uh-huh uh-huh uh, yeah excellent so excellent. okay so we're we're pretty much on the only thing that's different is you would get the blowout i would get the masseuse um but we would both have paolo our personal trainer and we would yes. have um ina uh, ina as, as our chef yes yeah. okay well that's a really good one um i also wanted to ask one other question i'm only yes. going to say two words crunchy or smooth um, probably crunchy. All right. <laughs> All right. Word. Mm -hmm. Crunchy peanuts. Crunchy chips. 
so true. <laughs> so I wanted to let you know also, I think, I don't know if it was the last podcast we recorded or the one before that. It may have been the one before that, but you recall our buddy meter tests. Yes. And how my business partner and friend, Jason Layden, took the cake when it came to my buddy meter test. Yes. About eight out of 10. Um, so he and I are doing some live Facebook lives inside of our PlyoJam group. And we decided to do buddy meter tests, um, as part of our, cause it's a kind of a fun thing. For yeah, to get to sure. know. I created a new one because, Ooh. um, he had already taken mine and it kind of defeated the purpose. So I took a new one and I thought I could maybe stump him because I was like, you know what? I don't, I mean, I talked to my girlfriend so much. Like, how does Jason know so much? Yeah. Fool got a nine out of 10 on the second. Wow. <laughs> and you even with this guy. Oh my God. So as much as I razz him, he does listen. That was one of the questions, crunchy or smooth? <laughs> <laughs> no, that wasn't. It wasn't. You know what that was? I do like to, I've, I've mentioned it multiple times, that Facebook group that has a lot of polls and questions. Yeah, yeah. They're just so fun. Like it's just, just so simple, but super fun to see like a sort of like a, um, what is it called? Like a focus group type thing yeah. and really see how people just are split down the middle on so many things. And mm -hmm. um, just recently, someone just wrote crunchy or smooth. They didn't even write peanut butter. They just wrote <laughs> crunchy or smooth. Um, and it was really, really half and half. It was, half, quite, it was half and half. Yeah. And then a few people had to like add a poll, add their own poll answer that was like allergic. <laughs> die of consume. Yeah, I will die. <laughs> so I might have to send you my second buddy meter Please. test and see I'd how you do. I'd love to take it, see if I am. Because the first one, was you know COVID influenced? It was you know? so COVID influenced, yes. and, and I, poor Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh. <laughs> he he cried. I'm sure he did when he thought she she didn't pick me. <laughs> you know, I mean, I don't blame him. Yeah, it's okay. He's still following. I'm me. a I'm a good catch. Um, how so is um your stalker? Did he um? The gentleman who propositioned you with $600 a week. I don't, you know what? He actually, he wrote me again. I, I forgot about him. Um, did he, he accept did, your friend request? He did. And then he said, so are you interested? Oh. And then I never wrote back. I forgot. Damn. Um, you do that with people you want to date. I do. It is quite interesting. Have you been on the Bumble? Uh, no, I have not been on the Bumble. I've been on the, um, which one? Oh wait, no, this, this was Bumble. I was on the Bumble a little bit, just very, very little bit. Um, but I will have to say this. So if there's any men listening, I'm just going to give some tips, quick little tips. Quarantine Chronicles with Stacey. In, yeah. In the time of love and COVID. Okay. So I connected with this guy named Scott. Scott looked quite cute. Okay. Um, his profile was okay. You know, it's like, it's not like eHarmony or Match where it's way in depth, you know? And, and mm -hmm. my mom was actually, I was just talking to her this morning. She's like, I think you should go on one of those. Like, I think these like Tinders and Bumbles are just too easy. And then therefore you're not really going to get the quality. And I'm like, maybe, I don't know. So anyway, so I connected with this guy, Scott, his, his cute pictures and his profile seemed okay. So I, you know, Bumble is where the girl has to reach out first. So I was like, Hey Scott, how are you doing? How you, ha um, ha how are you hanging out with, um, or how are you doing with all of this or whatever? I don't yeah. remember what I said. And then I even said, 
seems like a little bit of an odd time to start uh, getting, you know, to be on the dating apps, but could be a great time to get to know someone. Yeah. And then like, I did like a smile. Yeah. Okay. His response is, hello, beautiful. How are you? (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) Okay. A couple things with that response. First of all, and I, do you recall, I actually put a poll up about this in my Insta stories, maybe like a year and a half ago. Yeah. I, I am, it's probably me. I don't like it when a guy calls me hello, beautiful right away. Yeah. It feels, it doesn't feel authentic. It doesn't feel authentic. Like I understand that maybe someone listening to this would be like, God, you picky bitch. Like someone's just trying to like compliment you, but it doesn't feel that way. I don't know how to explain it. It would be different if it was, oh my gosh, thank you so much for your message. By the way, you're really pretty. You know what? It sounds like a copy and paste. Hello, beautiful. Hello, beautiful. How are you? Copy and paste. Hello, beautiful. How are you? Hello, beautiful. How are you? Okay. I, against better judgment, because I'm trying not to be too hasty. Like you can imagine that I got that. and I wanted to just be like, no, no, silly. I just like literally no. Um, I said, hi there. I'm pretty good. Just hanging at home, obviously, and wrapping up some work. How are you doing? What are you up to? Uh, that probably was sent late <laughs> knowing me. Right. So the next morning, good morning, beautiful. Happy Monday. <laughs> oh, Scott. <laughs> so admittedly a couple days went by and I'm like, okay, I'm going to try one more time. And this time I'm going to ask him some pointed questions. Good idea. He doesn't need to say hello, beautiful. He can just be like, oh, I live here or this is what right. I do for work or whatever. Crunchy, so, not smooth. Mm-hmm, exactly. <laughs> Maybe that's going to be my opener. I think that's a great opener. That's a good one. So it was like, good morning, beautiful, happy Monday. Okay, so then admittedly, three days later, I go, whoa, how is it Thursday already? Sorry for the late reply. I'm doing well. Where do you live? What area? Mm -hmm. I'm like going for a straight one answer. He responds, hello, beautiful. I live in Ventura. (laughs) Does your profile say beautiful is your first name? (laughs) Every... It honestly, at this point, I'm like, is there a little bit of social, like, awkwardness about this person? Because that's fucking weird, right? Yeah. Yeah. Then I just was like, I'm. That's it. I'm not responding. That's it. it. So, tip number one: don't be so familiar when we're trying to just get to know each other. I mean, I know I'm beautiful, but come on. Yeah. but there's also like a way to say that, you know, and again, I don't want to, I don't want men, like I, I, I sort of can see in a way how men could start to feel like I can't say anything, you know, right. it's everything's wrong. And with the Me Too movement, I mean, you just can't say fucking anything. And I right. don't want men to feel that way. But I do think that there is a little bit of a way to, um, like I, I, and I've had this happen where, Hey Stace, uh, there was this one guy again, I probably just let him go. Cause I'm an idiot, but he had written like the cutest, like I had reached out to him and he's like, Oh my God, I am so happy that you reached out to me. I was so hoping the milkshake girl would reach out to me. You have such a pretty smile. 
felt Aww. it was the sweetest. It was the sweetest yeah. thing. And also the milkshake girl was in, in reference to something that was in my, I think I said my milkshake brings all the boys to the yard. <laughs> and then I said, oops, now I want a milkshake. <laughs> they got to know I like to eat. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, very clever. thought that was funny or whatever. And then he said, by the way, you have such a pretty smile. Or I've had guys say, oh, you have such pretty eyes. But like, hey, gorgeous. Hey, gorgeous. How are you? Do- you know, hey, beautiful. You know me. You yeah. know me. If you're my boyfriend or my husband, then you can be like, hey, gorgeous. Or my even my friends say that. Yes. You know, it's like, no. No. You remember okay. that guy I dated a little bit who said, hey, killer? Yes, I do. I do. And the other one was, hey, sexy. Like, we're, yeah. at, we're getting coffee? <laughs> yeah, it's very, it's interesting. Why can't, why do they have to have a hey? Why can't they just say hi? Like, I don't know. I don't know if it's like trying to be too, it's just too confident. Much. Like, I, you know, because I know, you know, it's again, it's hard for guys because, you know, girls will say, I just want a guy that's confident. Yeah. And they're like, Okay, so you know, so I know it's hard, and I don't want to be hard on them, but it's like I tried yeah. to give that guy three options to like move you away from three me. chances, three chances, and it's three strikes, and you're out for a reason. Yeah. Uh, so, well, Scott, Scott's Scott, out. Scott's out. Good. good and then there was this other guy, super cute, named Joe. I like that. Name. Um, he's really, really cute too. I really like his looks. Actually, I should reach out back out to him because I'm looking at him now. So I said, "Oh, I did." I'm not gonna lie. I opened with something similar. It's kind of a weird time, but maybe good time to get to know someone. Because hello, I'm doing my part to stay safe, stay in, and stay connected. How are you this evening? And I said, "Yeah." I said, "That's good." Has it been hard for you? Um, what area are you in? I'm um, I'm doing well tonight. And then, because I'm trying to always ask a question. Yeah. That's how the conversation continues. Yes. He goes, yeah, it's a little bit hard. Oh, he did say, what about you? Did you not he, see that? I didn't. I, I didn't see that. And let's then I respond to him. It. Okay. So, let's right. so he said, what was the last thing he said? Yeah, it's a little hard. What about you? And okay. I also, we have to remember men are not by nature wordy. Like some are, some are, but like. I don't know any man that uses a lot of words. Like I can think of a handful of women that use a hundred words when you only need 25. But I can't seem to think about a man that, in, that I know. Huh. Yeah. So what about you? Now, let me ask you, did he, did he spell it what and then bout, B-O-U-T? <laughs> about that's a deal breaker. No, it was about, but there is no, um, there is no, question mark nope any punctuation none none well there's an apostrophe in it's is there any capitalization yes yeah okay okay so maybe he just it sent it sooner than he wanted to okay so what about you what are you gonna write mm. talk about the weather it's hot today um um something about you know i don't know what about you working staying busy with work Mm-hmm. then ideally he'll ask, what do you do? Um, staying safe, you know, and then what question could you ask him? Yeah. I'm going to go back to what area are you in? Good. We haven't asked. Um, couple of quarantine questions. Mm-hmm. Love it. Fave show you've binged. Perf. 
uh, quarantine snack or something with food? What was a panic corn? (laughs) Did you panic purchase anything? (laughs) Yeah. Any panic purchases (laughs) for the queue. If he doesn't get my, my, the queue, like he's out. Yeah. (laughs) If he's like, what, what? (laughs) Or if he said, you spelled Q wrong. It's Q U E. Oh my God. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Yay, Joe. (laughs) Hey, you know what we have to follow up on Hmm. is our quarantine film festival. Yes. Yeah, so we watched two movies this time. Mm-hmm. I watched one and a half. Singing in the Rain, and what was the other one? A Room, room with, with a View. Um, which should we start with? Well, why don't we start with the one that I actually watched all the way through, which was Singing in the Rain. Very good. And um, loved it. It was an interesting yeah. thing because uh, it, I did have to start it three times. And it's not because it's boring, but I have to say there was something about it that sort of lulled me to sleep. I, I fell asleep a couple times and I don't know if it was like the voice, the cadence. I have no idea if I was tired. Who knows? But I absolutely loved it. I was just in love with the dancing and the singing oh my gosh, and I read so, so much about it afterwards. Yeah. It was, it was incredible. Yeah. Incredible. It's one of my favorite movies and um, just, I uh, just love Debbie, you know, she learned to tap dance for that role. I did read that. It was amazing. Um, it's, she's just, un- they're all so unbelievably just talented. And I love that, you know, when they're showing them, like not acting, you know, how they're pretending she's her voice and everything. And they're making the first movie with sound. And But they're, when they're not doing that and they're just like in a coffee shop or walking to a restaurant, they're dressed to the nines. Just, they I know. just look so polished and like, Hollywood just looks so clean. It's like, it's just like, wow, look at that. I know. It just, it really, it was really cool. It's kind of interesting because that, that, where that movie takes place in this era, the movie Chinatown also. Ha- have you seen Chinatown? I have not, no. We just found our next movie. Um, <laughs> yeah. um, Chinatown also is LA during the 1930s. Mm-hmm. It's Jack Nicholson, but it also shows a clean Los Angeles. Like it's just, the streets are just brand new. It's really interesting to see how the city was built up, you know? Yeah. Um, it's just neat. It was just like, I just love that, the throwback. And um, I, I mean, I can't say anything bad about singing in the rain. It was fantastic. I did read up a little bit about it because I always like to just kind of get a little history. And first of all, Debbie Reynolds was a sheer 19 years old. Wow. Playing the love interest of Gene Kelly, who was like 40. Oh God! Again. again, again. So I was like, "That's an interesting thing. That's been a, that's been something that's carried on for years and yeah. years and years." And there's a name for that when you're dating when you're dating someone much older to, than you. I forget what that. It's I forget. There's like a a season. Kathy knew it. She called it something like. Oh, I don't know what um, it's called. All right, I'm gonna look for it. It's like a, a like you're seasoned something. I don't know, but um, that 19. 19- but- yeah, very interesting. And I think that um, Gene Kelly is was so handsome. Yeah. So handsome, such a good voice. Although I did read that he was sort of a nightmare on, the, on that movie. I've heard it that too. It was really hard on her. And then I have to say, I have to tell you that like that Donald O'Connor, um, yeah. that, that the other the guy mm-hmm. was incredible. And that, um, that make him laugh scene where he- Oh, was, so funny. 
And I, you got to read up on that scene. He ended up like on bed rest for three days after shooting it because it was so taxing on his body. Apparently, like at the time he was smoking like three packs of cigarettes a day and oh, he, wow. his lungs. And so apparently he just like gave it his all. Okay. Mm-hmm. Got horrible rug burns. And I remember some of the, some of the yeah. like, dancing, I was like, how are you? Remember he spun in a circle while he was laying down. (laughs) Yes. And then this is the crazy part. So he did it and he like, I think that even he had to collapsed or something. Like he had to go to the hospital. Oh my gosh. Rested for three days. He finally comes back to set to like finish the movie. And they say, "Um, you ready to do that scene again? And he was like, ha, 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 ha. And they were like, no, really. There was something wrong with the camera and we didn't get it. No. And he had to do the entire scene. <gasps> what we see is actually the second take. Oh my God. Not the take that put him in the hospital, which is no. probably, oh my gosh. No. That, that is crazy. That is so, that's so, such a true Hollywood story, right? Like it's it, wild. So um, he was truly amazing. I, and I thought to myself, I wonder if um, who he reminded me a little bit of was Sean Hayes, who plays Jack mm-hmm. on Will and Grace. Yeah. The, the, the facial expressions and the physicality of his comedy. And I was wondering if maybe Donald O'Connor had inspired Sean Hayes somehow. Oh, because... I thought you were going to say if he was gay. <laughs> no, 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 no. But just like if there maybe. was like a little bit of a... Influence. Like, Influence, yeah. yeah. yeah maybe. Just... He's funny. So yeah. funny. And when he would move his face, his skin on his face... To like make him smile like yes, so so incredible. funny yeah so so funny it yeah. kind of reminds me of how in in some like it hot don lemon's facial expressions were just uh, incredible They're so expressive yeah yeah it's, just, it's so cool so cool i'm glad you very, liked it. very very good i'm glad you liked it so glad i saw it um yeah. and then as far as a room with a view uh personally you, who yeah. recommended this movie to you I don't, a friend, a friend, a friend of mine did. Okay. Yeah, I wasn't, it wasn't really like something I knew much about. Yeah, I knew um, nothing about it. But I couldn't get through it. I started it. Okay, so first of all, I had to rent it. It was $3.99. I had to rent it. And um, then I thought I had 30 days to watch it. But you have 30 days to watch it, but you only have 24 hours from the time you start it. It's some yeah. Amazon bullshit. So I had started it and then I was like, by the time I got back to like, okay, I'm going to resume this. I got to get through this movie. The 24 hours had lapsed. Uh-huh. So I'm like, oh. so I buy it again. Cause I'm like, I'm dedicated to this podcast, man. Damn it. So I oh. I'd buy it again. And like, I watched it for a lo- like a little bit longer. And then I think I must've gotten distracted by something or I don't know, maybe I fell asleep. Who knows? And then I missed my 24 hour window again. And I'm like, I'm just not spending another four bucks on this movie. Like it it obviously did not, like I got to the place where she, like, I definitely, I can't even remember the names, honestly. Helen Bottom Carter. Well, her, I I definitely saw her passion with the blonde guy, Mm -hmm. George or something. Yeah. And then I saw the whole thing with the like Daniel Day Lewis. And he was like this awkward sort of. Geeky, academic kind of, maybe yeah. mm-hmm. and then um I can only just assume that she I'll, I'm hoping she followed her passion and went with George but I have no idea how it ends because I didn't watch it I'll, I'll tell you tell me well um I but she was a cutie patootie as a little was, as a I've young never thing. seen her so young that's the first thing this is the first time I've ever seen her that yeah I'm for some reason remember her in like 
Sweeney Todd. Sure, and, sure. And, you know, like really movies from the 90s or, or something like that, but never. She's beautiful. Uh, this, she's beautiful, beautiful. But, and Maggie Smith does, I don't, like, she's so funny. She doesn't age. Oh um, but when the movie started and I realized it was in Florence, I hated it. I was oh. like, I want to be in Florence. Oh. I'm supposed to be in Florence. And they're out walking around. And I, I was know. just like, <laughs> I, so I got, I started really like, eh, like <laughs> you want to run with a B view? Bitch, you better be happy you're in fucking Florence. <laughs> like, like, get over yourself. Yeah. That was so, <laughs> you know, so that part really bothered me. But yeah. I realized they're only there for a short period of time and everything. So um, it's borderline a romance. It's romance. You know, it's not a romantic comedy. But um, I also w- w- did not really love it. Um, I fast forwarded through a lot of parts. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought she was very good. And the guy who's, of course, his name, I can't remember, the blonde guy who she really loves. I thought it was really cool how they kind of played. Oh, he's back in my life, but I'm in love with Daniel Day-Lewis. What to do? It kind uh, of felt very Emma. Like, like Emma? It is. That era. Kind of like, like Emma. Yeah, it reminded me of that, you know, and they're all in these very conservative, they can't really just say whatever the hell it is they want to say. Mm-hmm. They have to, like, dance around the, the Oh, topic. I know. It's just like, just fucking say it. I don't I love this guy, and I want to marry this guy. Mm-hmm. your girlfriend instead it's just like innuendo and it's quiet and it's like, but when I posted it on Instagram so many people love this movie like it was nominated for eight academy awards I cannot even believe that, <laughs> that <laughs> including best picture oh my god I can't even believe I did not find it that good it must have been a slow year the I it was also I have not seen so many penises in one movie that was not a porn <laughs> I could not believe that there's a scene with three men I know. <laughs> splashing and running around the pond and just laughing. I did get to that part. And they're wrestling and throwing each other. I was like, first off, that scene was like seven minutes long. I timed it. <laughs> I was like, why are we watching them play in the water for seven minutes? Girl yeah. better just walk faster so she can run into him. Like, mm-hmm. like I get that. That's what we want her to be to be surprised. Oh, they're playing in the water and he's naked. Yeah, oh, there he is. I love him and I see his ass. But yes. there's a lot of penis in that movie. Um, and it was just like what? Uh, so at that point, I was like, what is happening here? Um, and then she yeah, she ends up with the the blonde guy, you know. Uh, and yeah, end up with him. With go him. back to Florence. They go back and um, and everything, and it's you know it's fine. It's beautiful. It's beautifully shot. I guess it, I don't know. It was not. Um, it was good. Yeah. I I also paid three ninety nine for it and finished it, but I did fast forward through. I was like. Do, 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 do. Okay, next yeah. happening. Do, 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 do. Yeah, it was- I don't know. I just I because I actually have loved the Emma movies, so yeah. um, I don't mind, and I like loved Little Women, and, and yeah, you know, I don't mind that era, nineteen hundreds. You know, you know what part of it was? I think I didn't like either man. I didn't. I, didn't I wasn't attracted to either of them. I didn't find them good looking, and so therefore, I think I wasn't as invested. Yeah. And I really, I loved, I think Daniel Day-Lewis is a great actor, mm-hmm. but wa- watching him as this character, I hated. I like was just bumbling like, around yeah, and awkward like, and stuff. Awkward and just kind of like, 
ah, oh, dude, this is not good. Yeah. Anyway, well, I, so I do feel kind of bad that I didn't actually complete the movie. I got through a good bit of it and I kind of just assumed that she'd probably end up with George. Yeah. Um, the free spirited guy, yes, you know. The guy that wants to travel with her. And wants uh-huh. to, yeah. It's kind of like you have to choose between two men. The guy that's stable, um, that's going to always be take care of you, but you have the worst sex of your life with. Mm-hmm. Or the guy that's like, He's like the best sex you've ever had and he wants to travel and spoil you, but he has no money, no job, but he just wants to have fun. It's like, what, who do you choose? I know. And I mean, when they really, they showed the true juxtaposition between that horribly bumbly kiss with Daniel Day-Lewis when his glasses almost fell off his face. It was so awkward. And then it like flashes to George just laying one on her just holding her tight and just like letting her and holding her waist the way he held her waist i know know. in the field and and then old maggie smith catches him oh no oh they're so (laughs) it was so silly it was so silly well it's very you know they were obviously trying to like really show that restrictive repressed yeah yeah edwardian Edwardian, elizabeth i don't know (laughs) i don't think it's elizabeth it's like you know the early 1900s. So is that the yeah. revolutionary era? I don't, I don't know. know. I'm bad with that. I guess it was based on a book though. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Which is that. why they had that sort of like that. Remember how it sort of showed like, they showed the characters and the chapters almost. That's yeah, how they that's were following right. that of the book. I forgot. So about that. I didn't like hate it, but I obviously didn't love it. Um, yes. But you know, again, with what we're doing here, I am enjoying that we're exposing ourselves to some of these movies. I mean, this movie got a huge amount of like critical acclaim. So what year I'm did glad it, come out? Does it, it say? was in 1985. Okay. Um, at the 59th Academy Awards, it was nominated for eight Academy Awards, including best picture. It won three. It won best adapted screenplay, best art direction and best costume design. Mm. And it actually lost best picture to that really famous war movie platoon. Ah, yes, yes, yes. Um, Okay. Well, that makes sense. Um, That, I also think if we would have saw this movie in a theater, we might have loved it. If we saw it on a big screen, isolated, dark, I think we would have been like, oh, this is so sweet. Totally. Just like completely immersed into it. It mm-hmm. might just be the timing of it all. I have noticed right now, I mean, and that's like, it's kind of funny because like you and even my mom, you're like, they're like, you're like, it might be a good time to be talking. I could not feel less romantic, like romantic. Like I feel like it's survival right now. Yeah. And so like, I, I, I'm not even enjoying watching romance on TV. Like I, yeah. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, but it's- No, I hear you. It's definitely- I, I don't have any like, okay, sorry, mama, if you're, I don't have any like horniness. Mm-hmm. I don't have, I'm just, just kind of like, <laughs> some people might be responding to the, um, the cue with like, all right. Yeah. I don't know. When people talk about all these quarantine babies, I'm just like, ew. Like, I feel like everyone's just like a little bit more like protective, a little bit like, yeah. okay, that's not even where I'm at right now. Yeah, Mama Jean, earmuffs. I definitely have not seen an, a, a change in my sex life since yeah. this quarantine. I was promised all this quarantine sex, and I'm like, <laughs> and, well, after Friday, uh, <laughs> we're putting a big stop. <laughs> but, 
It's a big timeout. Like that right? emoji, the, the yes. emoji with the arms <laughs> exactly. crossed. Exactly. Because I'm not feeling sexy at all, first mm-hmm. off. I don't like how I look. But I'm also, my pheromones and the hormones are not racing to be like, Arr. No, Unless, everything feels off. Unless Paolo comes over. Then things True might in, change in, in my drive. Yeah. But and I also think like, I don't, I mean, this might not be the same, but like when you're worried, you're not like, no, (laughs) you're worried. And you're thinking about like more like, like, okay, like what's my plan? You know what I mean? Like it it just doesn't feel sexy time and scared and like lonely, but like not lonely. Like, like lonely. I want to meet some strange guy. It's more just like, I'm lonely for my people. Yeah. And then it's like, almost like when you're filled up and surrounded by your people is when you can then feel good to go do confident yeah exactly which now I'm like I wasted a lot of fucking time so at least the cue is giving me a little perspective that's good I like it so there we go very good I like it well do you have a movie for next week oh I have so many so I want to kind of talk about the direction we want to go in yes um because so there are two movie. There's there's a few movies, and they're totally random um, uh, categories. Okay. So there's one movie that I think is an old comedy, and it's called Blazing Saddles, and it's very very famous. Have you heard of it? I have heard of it. I have actually have not seen it. With okay. Gene Wilder's in it, um, but I it's from the seventies, I believe. But yeah. Okay. So that's one, again, what I'm trying to think of is movies that I hear referenced a lot and I feel dumb because I'm like, huh? (laughs) Okay. So that's one. Um, Heathers. I've never seen Heathers. Mm. And you talked about that. I've seen it many, many times. Yeah. So maybe we don't want to see one that you've seen. Maybe I'll just watch that on my own. And then there's an old and one category of movies I really enjoy. I love war movies. I think Mm. they're fascinating and I think they're so I had actually looked up best war movies of all time. Interesting Ooh. Platoon was one of the ones on there. Apocalypse Now? Um, I think that was on there. And then there's yeah. an old movie called The Bridge on the River Kwai. Have you heard oh, of that? with um, Marlon Brando? No. I don't know who's in it. Or maybe it's John Wayne. Yeah, it's a very famous movie. Oh, very no. Famous. I think it's Steve McQueen. It's one of them. But it's Someone a very famous. Yeah, very and famous movie. old and it's yeah. like really listed as one of the hot top top movies maybe we should see that well okay let's let's talk about what movie we're gonna do with you okay so the movies i thought i definitely don't think it should be heathers because that's not a classic movie and i kind of like that we're picking like old classic movies same old as even as like 1989 like yes that's still 30 years ago so i but yes, I think like our cutoff date should be, oh no, Goodfellas was in the 90s. So maybe our cutoff date is, was it in the 90s? Oh, I think it was like 92, 93. Remember, yeah. let me look it up really quick. Yeah. So maybe I agree. I think maybe we create a date, that a year that's like, okay, nothing earlier than. Goodfellas was 90. Okay. So nothing earlier than 1990 because the Godfather okay. was the 70s. Okay. Uh, no, sorry. Nothing later, later. than 19. Right, right. Okay. So, um, but I also do like um, classic movies, you know, movies that, you know, but I don't think it should necessarily be something we both haven't seen. No, exactly. One of us could be like. Well, you've seen almost all of the ones we've watched. (laughs) Well, yes, I watch a lot of movies, I realize. (laughs) 
<laughs> um, but um, yeah, so my movie, uh, well, I'm adding Chinatown to it now. Okay. Um, I'll just write that down in, in yeah. case it's not. I think um, Chinatown is also set in the, you know, 1930s, um, Hollywood, but it's about the, um, the drought, you know, people moving, farmers leaving and LA, oh. LA growing and the, how they're diverting all the water to the city away from the farmers. Okay. And Jack Nicholson, it's a very, very famous movie. Jack Nicholson's in it. And you might have seen the, the picture of him with his nose has a bandage on it very and Faye Dunaway's in it and she's okay fucking gorgeous oh I bet gorgeous um I do think it's a little bit long I don't remember the running time but it's so so good it I also has a lot of um lines of dialogue that you're like oh that's where that came from and it's from 1974 yeah so I have Chinatown the other one I have is a it's more of a comedy it's a Marilyn Monroe film. It's called Bus Stop. Um, it's much lighter, and it's basically okay. um, a bus. A people at a bus stop, and they get and. But it's it's more of a very very light. It, I don't know if it won any awards or anything like that. But it's it's a sweet little Marilyn Monroe. It is in black and white. Um, it's a little That's bit okay. So it was yeah, from like it hot. Yeah, it's probably a little dated. I don't know if yeah. it would if it would hold up. Um, so that's then, kind of. But I think we also need to add to the list, not necessarily this week, but for you, we need to add Casablanca. Yes, I haven't seen that. Okay, so I think if we do Bus Stop, then we should do The Bridge on River Kwai. Okay. Because that feels like light and Very heavy. different, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, if we did Chinatown, then I think we should do Blazing Saddles. I agree. Chinatown and Bridge of River Kwai, it's going to be... That'd be it, too much. It'd be like Goodfellas and... yeah. Godfather again. It's gonna we be got like through it, but we don't yeah. need to do that again. We don't need to keep doing it. Yeah. Okay. So I'm down for either one of those. Okay. Let's do Blazing Saddles in Chinatown. And then maybe okay. next week we can do um, Bus Stop and Bridge on River Kwai. Sounds good. And then the next week after that, we'll do Casablanca and then I'll, and then we'll, we'll pick something, something else. Up. Okay. Okay. I like it. I Me like it a too. lot. Look at us getting through these movies I and really know. being it's able amazing. to like you know, even if we don't love them, it's still good to see them. And we have to give our people what they want, the Quarantine Film Festival. Um, Obviously. Yes. They, we got to give them the Q Film Fest, the QFF. <laughs> the QFF, exactly, exactly. Do we need so, a logo? Ooh, we definitely need a logo. <laughs> the QFF by the F word. Girls <laughs> Gone 40. Girls Gone 40 films <laughs> that's right that. that's yeah I can actually see it now it's really cute the logo I know I did want to announce this is going to be coming out on this uh is coming out on Monday the 27th um of April listen to this on uh, uh in real time or in the, the to that week on Thursday April 30th I have a bit of a big appearance and I would love as much support as possible at 9 a.m pacific standard time I will be teaching a live class on the pop sugar fitness instagram um they have a lot of followers and it's amazing amazing and so if you guys can Put it on your calendars and pop in. Even if you don't do the workout, at least your view, it will show that you're viewing it and you can even make comments or give me hearts or whatever. Yeah. Show What's the handle? Support. It's What's at Pop Sugar Fitness. Awesome. 
And yeah. this will be your second time collaborating with them. Second time collaborating, with, collaborating with them. And my first time collaborating with them was about, it was like in July or July, I think when it came out and we did surpass 1 million views. So we're like at a million 50,000. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, that's, in, that's incredible, Stacey. That's yeah. a huge accomplishment. What are you going to do? Well, um, that is why I had uh, Jason helping me today because we cannot use any regular yeah. music. Right. Even though it's Instagram Live and I feel Which like is it's weird. Yeah, no, but it's 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 for various reasons. So I had to go again, similar to the video I did for their YouTube channel, I had to go through their library of music, find songs that are completely like not no one will know them. Right. And then um, Jason's really good talents is listening to a song and recognizing the BPM and mm -hmm. like the choruses and the verses and being able to sort of apply one of our current routines to a song. So for example, um, the songs that I'm going to be doing Thursday, I, I found all the music and then we went through them today and we, we set the choreo. So like there's one that's going to have the choreo from Raise Your Glass. Hey, that's a fun Maybe. one. Yeah. Or um, there's going to be a combination one with the Shawn Mendes one and Bojangles. Yeah. So that's going to be comboed fun. into one song. Um, yeah. So that's how we do it, basically, because the Corey. This is how we do yeah. it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, it's just really hard to choreograph songs you don't know very well because you don't yeah. know them. So if I already kind of know the routines and with just a little bit of variations, then we're good. That does remind me, we have to, um, to give a special shout out to our F buddy, who also is our editor. Uh, Mariah took her first Plyo Jam class last oh, week. Oh, wow. Good for her. So keep dancing, Mariah. I know you're listening. <laughs> that is awesome. So 9 a.m. PST. Make sure Thursday, you, you know, April 30th. make sure you, you clean up the house a little bit. Mm -hmm. Make sure, um, you got yourself a ring light. Do you need a light? What do you I need? have one. That's the other thing is I can't go to the studio and film. They don't want us at studios. Even if I'd be in the studio completely solo, yeah. they won't allow it. They have to, they have to film from home. That makes sense. Supporting the whole at home yeah, thing. That makes and, sense. um, you know, I think when you get to an audience that size, you, you definitely have to be thinking about every level of sensitivity and yeah, so don't drop any F-bombs or say anything racist while you're at it. I can't, can't be all. <laughs> no titty squeezes. No, nope, no. Nope. <laughs> I love it. So do you have to, it's 30 minutes. Okay. So Actually, it's only like a 20 minute. It's a 20 minute dance party. It's, it's pretty. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. That'll be fun. Congratulations. Thank that's you. Exciting. Yeah, that's it'll exciting. be good. And I'm just hoping that'll drive more people to us. And oh, it definitely people, will. Um, our membership, we're doing really well. You have so, new instructors that have been coming in. Yeah. They're doing great. We launched a whole merch shop yesterday. I saw that. Yeah. Saw yep. that. New like, merch. Now, what, um, who does your merch? Is it like through Custom Ink or something like that? No, it's through a company called Printful, P-R-I-N-T-F-U-L. And what's great about them is it, they will drop ship it for you. They print on demand. Oh, nice. Um, it is wonderful. Like I am so happy we found this company because I was just like not wanting to ever have us to have hold, to hold inventory, but like yeah. to be able to find someone that you can build a shop, link it on your own 
website, but oh, that nice. the order goes through them. I, I don't have to do a thing. In fact, all I do is collect the profit. Love it. Which isn't a lot. We decided not to like mark up our stuff that much because we would rather just, for us, it's like to us, people wearing our merch is just advertising. So yeah. It's like, we don't really care about much about making money off it. It's just more like buy it. So you're yeah. out there wearing it. Wearing and, it. Exactly. Um, when you're Zooming and when you're sharing everything, people are like, and didn't that guy find you one time because you had a Plyo Jam t-shirt on? Yeah. Yes. 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 Mm -hmm. So um, yeah, we put lots of really cute stuff in the, um, in the shop. I just added like four more things today. So like, it's, it's really cute. It's cool. Really good stuff. Yeah. Plentiful it's called? So. Um, printful. Print, printful. Printful. I printful. love it. Yeah. That's fantastic. Now, do yep. you have any um, parting words of advice before we end for everyone in quarantine? Oh, wow. Wow. That's mm -hmm. a good, that's a good one. So when's uh, the Plyogem mask coming out? I know. Right. Did I want a bra mask. Did you notice a Plyogem fanny? <gasps> I didn't. You're There's kidding. a Plyogem fanny. You need to go into the store. You're going right. to be like, oh my God. Um, so here are a couple words of wisdom, and this is stuff we always talk about, but number one, um, you definitely want to keep your body moving. This is not about losing weight. This is not about coming out of quarantine looking snatched. Like, who gives a shit about that? Right. But in terms of battling depression and battling aches and pains from sitting too much um, and just keeping your, your mood elevated, then you really need to move. Um, I also like, I don't want to like focus on this part too much, but we want to keep our, our lungs healthy for mm -hmm. COVID. So that is also another thing is like, it's beyond just anything to do with like weight or, or even mood is really health, um, and keeping our heart and lungs strong should, yes. and God forbid, should anyone in your household get COVID. Um, second of all, you know, make sure you're staying connected with people. Yeah. So that you guys, you know, so that you're not feeling isolated. Um, and like you said, I'm always a big proponent of making lists when you feel out of control because uh, then it just helps you sort of organize all those thoughts that are zooming all around your brain and yeah. make you feel like you can't grab onto anything if you can put it all down and then kind of pluck away at it, then it starts to really help. I love that. Great advice. Great advice. Yeah. What about you? Um, mine would be to always wear a mask and gloves. Mm. I know that it's, you know, we can't really go out in public anymore. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, in stores and everything, you can go in your front yard and you don't need a mask on. Mm -hmm. um, but I still, so very much like I was driving around with Caitlin. Every once in a while, we'll go to Starbucks. Mm -hmm. We have our mask and gloves and we have our wipes and we bring our own straws, we bring our cups and we all do the whole thing. And it's like a little piece of normal. Feels mm -hmm. great. Um, we were just cruising around. I was like, well, let's see if we can drive around the lake here um, mm -hmm. in, in Encino. And they're like, okay. And I was like, I was shocked that it was open. As I drove the, into Like Balboa? Balboa, yeah, lake. Okay. As I drove in, it was packed full of people riding bikes, walking around the lake, um, having picnics, um, just everywhere, walking their dogs, people pushing strollers. And I was shocked oh, man. by how many people I saw who were not wearing masks and elderly. And so I, I just, yeah, it was very frightening to see that. Um, so 
everybody please put on a fucking mask. Um, if you need one, go to calltocrafting.com. <laughs> they're, they're giving them out for free. Um, call to crafting. Call to crafting.com. Free masks. T-O um, or the number two? T-O. Um, the other thing is I know that the in Los Angeles, it's like 90 degrees today. Mm-hmm. Um, the sunshine is going to create cabin fever and it's going to mm-hmm. really want us all to go out and, and go to the beach and go. And as this pro- progresses into summer, hopefully not for too long, um, we have to avoid the temptation to want to be, um, out and about. It's very, very hard. And it pulls on me every day. Um, I actually have luckily have stopped cause it's, we're almost in two months here thinking, where am I going to go today? Oh, no, I, it, that yeah. habit is like kind of squashed now. Died down a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the third thing is to really over tip anyone who's delivering anything to your house. If you can, I know you can't over tip an Amazon driver or the UPS, but um, really, really say thank you to all of those people who are de- delivering your food and your goods and all the things that you're doing to help life feel normal. So when I watched that music concert they did like a week and a half ago on Saturday night, they had Lady Gaga, they had Stevie Wonder, and it was all for um, frontline workers, right? Mm -hmm. And World World Health Organization. Um, Seeing all of the images of these people who are everything from nurses, doctors, but Amazon drivers to, you know, people who deliver food, people who work in grocery stores. I was blown away by the conditions that they're working in first off, that Mm. not everyone has gloves, not everyone had masks, um, and that they still go to work every single day. And yeah, forever grateful that as much as I hate homeschooling and I'm having a temper tantrum and freaking out on a Friday, um, I don't have to do that. I don't have to put myself at risk or my family at risk. So I'm, everybody needs to say thank you more often. That's yeah. Especially people that are delivering stuff to your house because they're literally putting themselves in in the front of somebody they don't know. (laughs) You know, Christine, right? Yes. Christine is an Instacart person now. Is she really? Because she's bored. (laughs) I'm not surprised she's not bored. She's bored. That woman needs to be moving. Yeah. Actually, it's kind of the perfect, as long as like she stays healthy, she's actually, this is like the most perfect job for her. Yeah. That staying moving, is. staying moving. Yeah. And just being in the store, me like, I'm going to be efficient. I'm going to get it out of here in 20 minutes and I'm going to bring you your groceries. Yep. That's amazing. That's yep. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Good for her. But no, I agree. I totally am so grateful I haven't honestly gone to the grocery shop, grocery store in so long. Like I've gotten everything delivered and I'm so, so grateful for that. Yeah, me too. And um, don't you miss your parents? I do. I miss them a lot. Um, yeah. I have gone this long without seeing them though. Yes. They're, they're, they don't live locally. Sure. Um, but I definitely, you know, when like who do you want to see when you're who do you want to hug first you know yeah over and everything um I know it, it definitely is hard but they are two retired people and they're it's like life as usual for them totally same I asked my mom I'm like is this hard for you and she's like not really <laughs> 
you know she's like the only thing is I'm worried for you girls like but other than yeah. that like she's like no we're fine yeah we're, we're just like this is how life is yeah that's they're retired this is what retired people do yeah they yeah stay I home have, more <laughs> I do have to say I'm grateful for that my parents have each other you know I yeah. think if one of our if our parents were by themselves I think I'd be more worried because yeah I would guess like if it was just my mom, she would probably be more active with her friends and stuff. And then that would be taken away. And it's like, oh, you know, so I am, I'm glad they have each other. Yeah, for sure. And I think it's um, something else I was thinking, like, um, I'm not a a big fan of football, right? I've never watched football. I never, not a thing. But I think if we don't have a football season, the state of this country is going to, explode in epic proportions because so many people we're talking like it's the highest watched game in the world right the super bowl like for some reason i feel like if football does i think we can get over baseball we got over basketball um but for some reason i think football will be the demise of our civilization if we we don't have football well they had the draft and they did it very well they did it virtually and it was it was well done um, so they're obviously drafting as though it's going to go forward. So yeah, crazy. I just, that's, I, I just had thought about that the other day. I was like, oh my God, if there's no football, people might like, pro- I mean, there's protesters now. What a bunch of dumbasses those people are. But, oh. <laughs> but yeah. And Hey, pro tip, don't inject Lysol or bleach everyone. <laughs> Not wise. It's so painful. <laughs> it's so, so painful. painful. <laughs> I gotta I'm gonna remind I'm gonna send you after we get off here I'm gonna send you the funniest thing I saw a comedian say oh, not please. Kumail Nanjiani but his was great too but um Love it. it's like this it's hilarious but anyway all right well we we've chatted enough thank you guys so much for being here with everybody, us stay safe Watch, everyone w- stay stay part of our uh film festival and yes. uh we'll chat next week for sure Hey, so thanks for listening to The F Word, Girls Gone 40. We talk about all the Fs. I'm your host, Carrie Murray, right next to Stacey Beeman. You can find us at F Word Pod on the gram. You can also follow me, Carrie Murray, at bra underscore network on the Instagram. And of course, lovely Stacy at Plyo Jam. Uh, keep up with us on all the things we're doing besides this wonderful podcast. And please give us a comment. Give us a shout out. We'd love to hear from you. Toodles, friends. That was all right, I guess. Meh.